Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm your host, Tess Skinner. And today's guest, we have Mattias Samuelson. It says here that your dad, Pajel. Shell. Another classic American name. It's Mike Shope. Your goal song is the country song, Trip Too Hard by Little Baby. Why? Uh, it's a good song. I like, I like the beat. No, why do you have a goal song? And the Bulldog. Oh, um, uh, hoping one day you get one. Dream day, that's good. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I expect silence from this, but I just went with Turkmenistan that time instead of Finland. Mm, I'm enjoying racking my brain for other countries that may or may not have competitive hockey. I don't know. I don't want to stereotype. Finland. I feel, I feel like if you're one of the stands, you you have you have some kind of hockey program. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kazakhstan. They they're on. Uh, what year do I want for NHL '99 or something? When when you could start to play <laughs> international teams, Kazakhstan was right there. That's the big stand. Well, Afghanistan, but Kazakhstan is a big country. I don't know about Turkmenistan. You think maybe? I, I I'm I'm gonna say likely. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> We're working on getting Joe Yurden on the line. He's dropped off a couple times, so I don't know if he's got a sketchy phone or just what's going on there. But hopefully, uh, momentarily, talk to Joe. The Sabers are here at the All Star break, ten points out of a playoff spot. That seems like a lot. Uh yeah. For thirty three games left, ten points. Yeah. They are what four points back. Of the first team out, that would be the Islanders. There are games in hand, of course. You know, not everybody's played the same number of games exactly. You've got you've got four points between the Sabers and the Islanders, and in, in between you have Pittsburgh, New Jersey, uh, both teams that I would see as having more of a shot, not just because they're ahead, but just better teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington is in there as well. I'm not sure I'd say that about Washington, but Detroit has kind of been a story. They have made a move. And they're what they're who you wanted to be right now, I would say. That's right. The, uh, I think the, the three teams that have been like for quite a few years now, kind of at the bottom: Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa. Montreal's in that group too. Aside from that one COVID, you know, North Division run to the finals. Holy cow, that happened. Uh, yeah, like th- it was. They were all sort of on similar trajectories, and the Sabers and Senators have not jumped over the bar yet uh detroit seems to have found their way montreal montreal against tampa was that series or dallas tampa one of the tampa wins yeah yeah that is weird yeah i don't know how that was allowed (laughs) a canadian team not winning the stanley cup in more than 30 years is one of the more amazing stats or realities of sports i mean 
They've been close a few times, but not a cup since the 93 Habs. Kind of amazing. Joe Yurden with us on the West Her Hotline, I think. Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Let's see how long this uh, phone phone line holds out. I, I'm apparently uh, holed up deep within uh, within a stone hotel, so uh, we'll see. What is actually the story? I mean, maybe that's a good a good one to go with. Uh, are you are you just in a place where you would would not? Are you surprised to not have a better? You sound great, by the way. I don't know what happened earlier. Yeah, I'm optimistic about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I, fingers are crossed here. I don't. I don't know what was going on. I was. I was talking with Zach, and then I was on hold, and then I just disappeared. I was like, okay, all right. Well, this could. This could be fun. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Well, but like, I'll just say. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm being held captive by the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, or something like that, until the Sabers stop beating them. I guess. Let's do it. That let's do that. You're uh, you're at some NHL facility, and people there who work for whatever team or the league uh, think you're going to go on on WGR and give away state secrets. So they have they're, That's right. they're cutting your phone line. That's probably what it is. <laughs> well, let's let's prove them right. Um, yes, let's do it. Ten points out the Sabers with. 33 games left. Is there life? Uh, (laughs) Thanks for being on, Joe. How do you spell that? You know, um, it's really hard. It's, it's, it's so hard to make up points and they've got so many teams in front of them and teams have figured out, go to overtime and you can, you can probably cruise your way up the standings or get up the standings and just kind of stay there. Um, cause there's a few teams that are, that are ahead of them that I'm just like, these teams are phony as phony as anything. They, they're not going to be hanging around too much longer. Um, and they're, they're, I mean, Hey, listen, get the overtime, get a point. Like that's, I guess that's a good strategy, but, um, but for, but it's, they're going to have to, they go up what 33 games left. They're going to have to win like 23 of them. Right. And then maybe go to overtime in the other in like eight of the other ten, you know. I mean, it's. I mean, and that's just to kind of like secure a playoff spot too. Like that's just to like fly up the standings and hold it down, and then you're good. But like that is not going to happen, right? Probably not. No, probably not. But it's you know. It's it's the hope you hang your hang your dreams on, though, right? Like that's that's you know you're. You know, this team certainly responded last year when all of us came in asking one day about, like, so that's it for the playoffs. And everybody's like, hey, wait a minute, we mean we got games to go here. And then they got hot late and got back into the picture. And, yeah, but it's but this is asking a lot. This is asking this team to get it all, you know, everything that they've learned for the first 49 games to, to put it all together now and go. Are you as confused as, well, you don't know how confused I am about who <laughs> they want to be and how they want to play uh, I, I, I'm, you, you remember, I'm, I'm guessing you were in the room, uh, when they bounced back from the Columbus loss where they gave up nine and got nine, two nights later against Toronto and Granado was, was posed a question, uh, a question was posed to him about how they want to play. I think it was Lance Lasowski from the news who asked mm-hmm. a very long question, very thorough question. I'm not criti- critical of, of how long the question took. I, I'm, I'm over here taking 45 seconds to spit this out. So I, um, and, and Granado simply rubber-stamped what Lance had said to him about, you know, going back to just getting after it on offense and sort of picking up the pieces, to paraphrase, on defense, and Granado said, you nailed it. And I don't know, when we had Kevin Adams on a few weeks back, I asked him about that, and Kevin just started talking, and I'm not really sure where he ended up. 
uh, about who they want to be and how they want to play. Like, I, I, there's only 33 games left in the season, and I'm not sure who the hell this team is. Yeah, I something that I've been kind of, you know, kicking around is my own thought on how things are going because every fans, everybody has been screaming. Where's the offense? Where are the goals? What you know? What the heck's going on here? You know, why why isn't this team you know shooting the lights out? And I it, this is part. I look at it, and you know, fans are probably going to want to leave me in Canada for for saying stuff like this. But it's I look at it as this is part of the growth project. Last year they learned they can score like crazy. They can score tons of goals. They really struggled defensively, and they struggled in goal. This year they've been. A little, I mean, it doesn't look like it a lot of the times sometimes, but um, but they've been a little bit better defensively, and they've certainly been better in goal with Lukanen. Um, mm-hmm. But the offense isn't there. Although, you know, five-on-five-wise, scoring goals. But, you know, as Lance pointed out to me on, the pod, on our podcast, uh, he goes, so are the Columbus Blue Jackets at five-on-five. So, you know, that that's that's one thing, but... You know, I, I guess if you're getting the if you get the power play back to where it was in the first half last year, and that power play shows up in the second half here, I think things get a little bit different. And as long as Lukanen keeps playing the way he's playing, then you know, maybe things can get different. But as far as the identity of this group, I, I don't know. I, I think they learned how to how to how to fly a little bit last year, but they had to learn how to defend a little bit better this year if they were going to be not just a team that like makes the playoffs and, you know, ends the drought, like, all right, we made it. Let's get our tails kicked in by Boston or whoever. Um, they want to be a team that once they get to the playoffs, they can win around, win two, all, you know, the whole thing that we've heard for, you know, a hundred years from everybody. But, um, but you know, you, you can't just be as fun as it is. You can't just be a fire wagon team and, you know, and live by that, you know, live by that forever because, mm-hmm. you know, teams are going to figure you out. Teams are going to find ways to do it. And that's, kind of what's happened in the first half this year. I mean, everybody's like, where's the offense? Why aren't they flying? And I'm like, well, look how they're being defended by everybody. You know, there's, there, there are methods and there are ways that, that have been able to kind of, you know, bottle them, them up down. and keep them yeah. frustrated and, you know, block shots, bottle them up in the neutral zone, keep them from skating. Hey, look at that. Suddenly they're frustrated. And yeah, it's tough. And it's, it's part of a young team growing up, a young team that didn't get any older. With Joe Yurden, my one of my disappointments about where they're at is in terms of the front office because I gave them, I guess, maybe a benefit of the doubt that they hadn't necessarily earned yet with all the people talking about Sam Ventura and just the, the staff that was underneath Adams that, okay, the Sabres may have figured out how to get sharper here, no pun intended. And, you know, okay, I, I felt really good about that, even – after years of wondering with ownership just basically cutting everywhere, whether sometimes whether the lights were on. But, um, man, like, Joe, the last couple years in terms of free agency and the minor trades, like, really, it's just kind of bleak what has been done based on performance, you know. Uh, that's guess I guess that's how to do it. I don't know, like, where, where does the blame lie is almost the question, if it's a big question. I mean, I'm... I feel like the the front office deserves some of it. Yeah, and I mean, you look at how things have worked the last few years under Kevin, and you know, you know, and we know how Kevin was hired. He was hired, you know, internal. He was the guy who was being groomed for the job. Okay, great. He's done pretty well with trades. I get that, 
but free agency and like kind of free will, you know, free spending and, and things like that to address different needs that hasn't happened. Um, you know, they've taken care of their own guys and that's, that's good. Um, you know, you lock up your best players and you, you just kind of go from there and, you know, they got good rates on them. So that's, I mean, that, that's all great. But when it comes to free agency, yeah, it's been, it's basically, we get to free agency day and it's kind of like, well, if they do anything, that's, 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 that's a big deal. Uh, because they've mostly stayed out of it. You know, I, I, I don't know if that's, I mean, I, I can only guess that's maybe coming from ownership, but, um, you know, certainly Terry's spent a lot in past years and it's come back to bite him in a lot of those cases. But but it's the, um, it's the players, right? Like, it was surprising to me and I think to Bulldog that they brought their fourth line back. Um, yeah. Clifton and, and Eric Johnson not making a goalie move was kind of shocking. And like, okay, yeah. you, you can... I thought the Sabres had become a team where they were going to spend smartly. It was never going to be a team that was going to spend big. And really, like, none of this has worked out. Yeah. And and I, I think with Johnson, that was looked at as we have a really young decor. Let's yep. get a guy who's, who you know, he's been around forever, was a number one, you know, has all the earmarks of, like, let's get a guy in here to kind of teach these guys. You know, teach them how to how to be on and off the ice and, and all that. Because Kyle Pozo has been doing that for the forwards, and so has Zemgis, too. Um, where they've got that, you know, that, that kind of guy that, you know, everybody can look to and be like, hey, man, how, how do I fix this? How do I go about this? Um, I, that's how I look at what Johnson is. And, you know, I mean, listen, you know, the play hasn't been super. I mean, he's, he's certainly not fast the way he, you know, he wasn't a super fast guy back in the day, but um, certainly a bit faster than this. But, I mean, you know, he provides that kind of veteran stuff that you want these guys to learn from. Problem is it hasn't translated well on the ice. I mean, you get your PK moments, okay, great, but – um, but that's been, that's been tough. And, you know, maybe that was them thinking like, all right, if we get to the playoffs, we're going to have this guy kind of, kind of showing everybody the ropes and, and how this goes. And I, and like, I get it, I get it on paper and you know, it's just, it's kind of, that's kind of where things were. Clifton, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, you know, I, I get it again I, you know, on paper in a vacuum. I totally understand it. You know, you're buying kind of low cause it's not a big price on a guy that maybe he's about to, to, to break out. You know, he was in Boston. He learned a lot of good stuff there. And, you know, all we've heard from Clifton is like, boy, man, things are way different here than they were in Boston. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, they are, man. Like, that's 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 how it is. And you have to try to, try to read into what he means by that, other, you know, if it means anything other than the superficial. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's uh, the goaltending thing. I mean, you know, listen, it's been, what, three years in a row for Kevin not really doing anything about it. And... That that to me is something where, if you if you want to poke at at Kevin or the management, that's that's a point to address because it's been an issue the last couple of years. I mean, you know, listen, Craig Anderson was was great, but he was also forty, and you know, a forty year old guy isn't going to play sixty sixty five games for you in a season like that's just not going to happen. But um, but that's also on your development staff for trying to get Lucan and Levi, you know, all these guys yeah. to get them up to a point where it's like, hey, they can carry us. Let's go. But you need games. You need, you know, you need you need reps. You need ice time. You need all that stuff to do it, and it's been really hard to do that, especially when you're carrying three goalies or four. Yeah, they're being they're being rewarded for their patience with Lukanen. Like that's been a, br- a bright spot on this season so far, mm-hmm. hasn't translated in the standings immensely. Obviously, um, you know the 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 bigger issue to me was leaning on Levi uh, at such a young age and thinking that they they had some secret sauce that was gonna. Uh, you know, help him avoid all the pitfalls that any player making the switch from college hockey to pro hockey uh, has to endure. So, um, 
you know, Lucan, I, I give him credit for being patient with Lucan, and a lot of us were kind of fed up, and he was still a young player this offseason, so they kind of hung in there. But Levi is, um, Levi's been, you know, it's been, it's been rocky. Uh, there's been some great moments for him. He's looked mm-hmm. fantastic in some games because he is super talented. There's no question about right. that. But being mm-hmm. able to do it on this schedule with your practice schedule being as erratic as it is in the NHL, I mean, you're in college. You're playing Friday and Saturday, and then you know Sunday take a day off. Monday, you got you got all week to work on technical stuff and and do your mm-hmm. you know your your weight work and keep your strength up and all this stuff. The NHL, I mean, it, you go weeks without having a good practice. Yeah, yeah, especially when the weather decides to uh, interject in the schedule and making keep everybody off the ice. It's you know, I, I, listen, Levi. I mean, Levi's green, and I think that's. I, that's okay. Like, he's 20, what, 22, 21 yeah. years old. He's going to be green like that. You know, he looked great coming out of college, but you know, he was fresh off of that. And, um, and, you know, he, you know, listen, there was a few starts where it was like, man, he's making some crazy saves, but there was a, you know, there was a few games. Like I think back to the Detroit game, he was brilliant in that game in Detroit, but they, you know, Detroit still scored like five, six goals, whatever it was. And they went, they, you know, they went in a shootout, but it's, you know, it was one of those things where, like, if it wasn't for Levi, they lose that game 11, 11 to five, eleven to six. You know, it was, it was, you know, but that was that's the kind of year it was. But, you know, uh, he's learning everything, and he and he and he's, you know, he's just trying to learn all of this on the fly, and that's really tough. That, that's especially mm-hmm. tough for goalies. Like, that's, I mean, you're, you're asking to like pick up, you know, tendencies and speed, and he's a he's a really studious player. Like, he he's a he's a nerd about goaltending in the biggest way, mm-hmm. but studying and learning is no replacement for game action and game reps and all that stuff. So that's, you know, it, I, I think they knew that there was going to be some kind of hiccups there, but I think in the back of their minds, they're really hoping that like, Hey, maybe this guy's going to be different. Maybe this guy can show us a lot of what he did late last year and just keep going in that direction and, and be our number one for the next eternity. I, it's hard, especially when you look at you know you look at other guys that have taken that college road or or had you know time to like grow and learn. And gee, all I have to do is look at Ryan Miller for, for crying out loud. You know, there's three years in college, three years in the A, like whatever. Even look at Askarov in Nashville. Like that dude looks like he's ready to play in the NHL right now. And they're like, nope, stay in Milwaukee, man. Keep keep owning down there. We'll we'll call you when we're ready. With Joe Yordans for a couple more minutes here. Are the Sabres entering a, a spot with Middlestat here? Casey Middlestat is their leading scorer. And with all the long-term contracts they have paid out to young, talented guys, Middlestat does not have one. RFA after this season, is he a trade deadline conversation? Would you never do that? I, I, would, I would not do that. Um and I think you don't have to look any further away than Sam Reinhardt to realize why this might be a bad idea. Um, Sam was a guy who took his time getting it, you know, growing and getting into becoming a big time scorer. And it, it, it's easy to forget that, that first half season with Don, that's, you know, that half Ralph, half Don year. It's very easy to forget that year because it was uh, uh, abysmal, but Sam was incredible that season. <laughs> He was, you know, he was went back to center and he was scoring and he was doing all this stuff. And you're like, man, what, what happens if this team gets good and this guy's around? I mean, this might be a thing. And then it's like, well, they've already, you know, the ship sailed. It was already done. He was, you know, as good as gone. Yeah. I don't know that you want to push the push the cart, keep pushing the cart down the road with with Casey because 
you say, okay, you know, you're going to qualify in the off season. Obviously you're going to try to get something done in the meantime, you know, but I think bridging him is a huge, huge, huge mistake because if you walk him to UFA, you're looking at staring, staring the same thing with, you know, that they did with Sam right in the face. Right. Well, and, that, you know, that's... you're talking about a guy like Casey who's really dug in and looks really good now. And I, you can't let that kind of guy go. I don't know though. Like Mike made the point here. Like they, they've already committed. Like, where does he fit? I, I, you know, I, is there room for another seven plus million dollar seven year contract? Uh, with the group you've already got signed. I mean, that, I think, is is where the challenge comes in. Like, I recognize his growth, and it's taken a little longer than we all would have liked. And he's looked like a player I never thought was in there at times uh, the last season and even at the back end of last year. But it's just a question of whether or not you – it's smart to lock up another guy like that. Um, so it's, it's challenging. There's that. So there's the trade deadline and there's just like, I don't know. I feel a little bit here, Joe, like we're just, we're just watching the wheels go around. Like nothing's Mm going to, nothing substantial is going to happen. I don't think here the coach isn't going anywhere. It's almost too late to do that. If you wanted to try to jumpstart it. And I don't know, significant trade. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What, what, where am I going for that? Yeah, and I, I think with Casey, if you're, if you're trading him, you're doing it to get, your, to get that top four defenseman. You're doing that right. to get your, you know, righty shot defenseman. I would presume, unless you want to have all lefties, which you know drives everybody crazy. Um, but the thing is, you, if like if that's a trade you make at the deadline this year, you've punted on the year. Like you're just like, sure, you know what? And like, listen, like that defenseman might be great. That that's cool. That's that they need. They could use a little bit more help there. They could always use more defense. But you're losing. Like that's you're straight up losing mm-hmm. that one right now. And I think that's, you know, everybody wants a trade. You know, fans want trades. Everybody wants stuff to happen. And it's like, be careful what you ask for because you might get the trade yeah. that you're looking for and it's not the one that you wanted. And that's, I think that's the problem, right? And you know, plus, like, what team's giving up a top four defenseman? I mean, I, I guess if it means getting Casey Middlestat, then maybe you're thinking like, okay, we can make up for our defense on the back end because we're getting this guy in to be our, you know, number one, number two center. But it's... It's it's not it's not the ideal spot right now, and I mean, listen, maybe this is why we've seen Casey play in the wing a lot more 
lately because it's like, well, if he's not playing center and we got those two guys, you know, we got Thompson, we got Cousins, and mm-hmm. we put him on the left wing with one of those guys, maybe things are cool. But you know, you you, you can't pay him seven million to play third line minutes. You just can't. Joe, thanks. You're not on Twitter anymore, or am I wrong? Oh no, I'm there. I uh, Elon doesn't care for me. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's. Um, I think it's because I promoted my my website notedhockey.com, and that's on Substack, and you know it's. Uh, you know he's got his little petty, you know, vengeances and whatever. But no, I'm still on there. You just have to spell out my name, J O E Y E R D O N. Uh, it probably still won't show up in a search for you, so that's that's really fun for marketing purposes. Anyway, mm, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> you can find me. You can find me there. But yeah, notedhockey.com, Bleacher Report, uh, Maintenance Day podcast, all kinds of fun. Very good. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. And, and sorry about the Lions, Joe, by the way. <laughs> oh. You know, it happens. I, <laughs> thanks, Joe. I did just find his account. It, I couldn't earlier. So, yeah, you need to find, You need to do a little digging. bit more digging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they love punted on the year. Haven't they already punted on the year I'm, by sitting I'm still in, for I'm three months? Pu- I'm in punt formation waiting for the ball. I'm waiting for them to snap me the ball so I can kick it. Yeah, I'm in punt formation. Simple equation for me is like whether what 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 are the odds? Again, it's always the odds. What are the odds of making of getting in? Anything short of getting in is not progress at all. I mean, they're one point out last year. All right, we've got uh, Stefan Diggs to talk about as he is talking about the future here and his own. Mike Shope and the Bulldog will get back to that probably coming back here after the update on WGR. And even just this season and it's total like. The balance of it, you know what I'm saying, rolling with the punches, you know, uh, the first eight games and the last eight games or nine games or ten games, however you dice it, it's just it was a different picture, you know what I'm saying? It was something I had to get adjusted to, you know, as a teammate, just, just rolling with the punches, being the best teammate you could be, best player you could be, and keep growing from it. Stefan Diggs, more from him today at the Pro Bowl games. This with Cameron Wolf of NFL Network. It was about a three-minute interview on... X, you know, Bulldog X. Um, yeah. And it's like, he talks, we know from Diggs, and he talks so fast, and I'm not sure there's anything there. You know, it's earlier we were talking about this quote, um, Is he, if he's optimistic for the Bills' future, and he doesn't say yes. And he gets a question, he got four questions in this interview, and one was about his relationship with Allen, another just sitter. Right? Like, just another, you know, we're good. You don't even have to say any, much at all. Like, yeah, I know people wonder about this, but we're, he doesn't even say we're good. Like, he just talks about, basically his, his answer was mostly, I've talked about that a lot, and I'm just, people are going to believe what they want. Like, there's just no, that's right. I mean, that, that is how it works, especially when you don't even say the simple, yeah, we're fine. Like, why, why, wouldn't, you say, why wouldn't you just say that if it were true? Yeah, there's a there's a there's, there's a lot of lot of words there that that aren't you know yeah we're cool, um, th- th- there's not we're uncool either right I mean it's it's mostly it doesn't matter I, I right I I just watched it too but I you know we were getting ready to come back and I was sort of half listening uh, so I don't know that I caught all of it but that 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 question specifically felt to me like it doesn't matter how well Josh and I get along because that's not how these decisions get made. Right. That, that's that. I'm paraphrasing here, but that that's what I took away well, from what he had to say about about Allen and his relationship with Allen. It's like that, you know, 
we, we this is numbers and money and you know my per- personal relationships i just leave over there i think is how we end that that is correct but why would you not just say the other thing too like the only way you well, i can't say that it just it seems like the only way you wouldn't is if it weren't true like we you weren't fine because otherwise you could say all the same things about doesn't really matter like, right, mm-hmm. like the Bills will control what happens, but yeah, we have a good relationship. Anything, just it's so benign and easy. And I don't know, like Diggs, I just really, I, I just think it's it's um, silly and not my favorite thing to be psychoanalyzing somebody like this <laughs> that I just do not know and, you know, who knows, like all the things we spitball about when it comes to him or any of this just don't have to be right just seems so weird yeah like when does a player not even some people have a tougher time lying you know i always think of murray i I always think i always think of tim murray um i think brandon bean has this actually has the show ever sounded older than a tim murray reference (laughs) uh you know bean is kind of like this too because i think if you ask him a question the right way he doesn't want to lie to you and and I think that kind of stands out a little bit. I mean, Allen will just tell you anything. He'll just he'll just tell you anything. Uh, that doesn't mean he's he's openly lying. It's just you know it's, I don't think it matters too much to a lot of guys whether what they're saying is true. You want to he he get knows it. how to he knows how to get through the thing without ending yeah. up in the ditch. Yeah, McDermott, you know, just sometimes you can't even work with anything he says. Um, Diggs, he just he he must love he. He talks like and acts like he hates it, but he just must love the the, the the speculation about him because he just seems to take unnecessary measures to continue it. All out. Yeah, just to continue <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Why, why can't you just say to a simple, obvious question that thousands and thousands of athletes have gotten over the years, do you get along with this other teammate? Uh, sure. Yeah. But... He doesn't say that. Yeah. And so here we go. I mean, <laughs> what the cap penalties are and all that stuff. Last year, not so much in like February, but last year, there was plenty of speculation about did he want to be on the team right up until minicamp where McDermott took the turn and said how concerned he was about Diggs and didn't say that he was there and everything. It's always this this, this mystery. And, I, I mean, I don't know how many more interviews he's going to do between now and what's next. But today was not great for for Bill's confidence, you know, Bill's fans' um, confidence in this. Right. If, if you – yeah, what, what has been true of him here the last – I think it even goes back further than just last year, but um, certainly for the last 12 months, if not, again, 24 months, uh, he seems to me to be unwilling to make any effort to make anyone feel okay about everything. <laughs> Just like you want, he, I, I, either he's the most naive person who's ever played pro sports, which he's not. Which he definitely is not. But you know, whatever. I'm just trying to find some alternative, or he enjoys just twisting us all up. I think that. But still, Bulldog, like, <laughs> I think I think he he might enjoy that. I think that that's probably right. I think that's a, a lot of guys are like that. You know, I, I've got this sort of power. 
I've got this this uh, this fame, and I don't have to tell you anything. He's not like rude about it. Like he does interviews. Mm-hmm. He he's sort of a lot of cliches, a lot of running around, working through it, a lot of a lot of just sort of fast moving, you know, non sequiturs and things going in different directions. But you would always want to include the thing that would alleviate people's anxiety, too. Sure, we're fine. And then you could say a bunch, well, I, I don't know if I'm going to be there because it's not out of my control and money and, you know, dollars, numbers. And what, what is he ta- even talking about at that point? It's just sort of a rambling, you know, diatribe. Not And, and the only thing anybody wants to hear is whether he and Josh Allen have a good relationship and he won't say yes. And he's happy. Are you happy being a Bill? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't asked that question directly, I guess. He was asked if he thought he would be a Bill. Yeah. And he's like, it's out of my control. That, I mean, I think is fair. That, that's fine. That's fine. You, you can, what, what, what good does it do me to assume I'm going to be on the team, not be traded, um, and, and let alone talk about it? You know, right? Like, what, what good does that do me? But well, does him does does his does his responding to that question that way? I, I agree. I, I I wouldn't want to kill him for it at all like it's 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 honest and it is not his decision necessarily i mean it could be but maybe that's the most positive thing to to take out of it is that he he doesn't come across like he's dying to get out of here but does this is this is so thin uh (laughs) i'm about to go out onto the ice i don't know give me a tow line uh and you're on the shore i'm going out um if wouldn't the bills tell him like dude you're like you know exit meetings like go do your work we'll be back you're a part of the plan like him being vague about that and saying it's not his decision like if he knew different like that they weren't considering doing something with him i think he'd answer that question differently unless again he just gets off on well i my guess would be that the bills would not tell him that Okay. I'm thinking of asking Sal about Diggs when we had him on maybe last week, you know, getting into off-season mode. I was curious for Sal's opinion, like, as a host, are, are you going to be dismissive of the possibility of a of a move with Diggs? Like, because people will talk about that, you know, for different reasons, how he played, firstly, how, how productive or non-productive he was. Like, what do you think? And I kind of thought maybe Sal would be dismissive of it, that he would just be like, well, they've got, you know, right. like the and cap penalties right. and they're, they're thin at receiver. Kind of like kind of like I am. Okay. I, I think I'm dismissive of it. Sal was not. Right. He was like, no, you. Ha-, he said you have to, and I yeah. think this is probably how the Bills would think of it, uh, you have to take into consideration your, your options there because, paraphrasing, he didn't produce. Look how much money he makes. He didn't produce. So you can't ignore that and just run it back, necessarily. So what Diggs knows about how the Bills feel about his future, what I would think he has been told is, you know, thank you, uh, we'll, we're, we'll see you in the summer, and if something changes, then they will tell him then. But I doubt they've guaranteed him anything like that, you know, yeah. like just promised him anything, because they're, they don't need to do that. They don't need to do that. Well, (laughs) 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (laughs) Anyway. We're almost to the weekend. We're almost to the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to drive myself crazy guessing yeah. at what Stefan Diggs, what's in Stefan Diggs' head for another two hours and five months. I'm just, I'm just going to drive myself crazy. Five months is an interesting time frame. Yeah. Fe- feeling an obligation to discuss it. Just basically setting us up for guys. I mean, what are we even doing? Yeah, I you know. know, like you what are hear, we even you, doing? Yeah, you, I, I, I know you can hear it. In in my, like the when I started talking about I'm on the ice, give me a tow rope, like it, I'm it's happening again. Like you 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 know what you want to like you know posit guess at, but you feel almost like an idiot for even engaging in it. Uh, like that that <laughs> happens to me with this sort of thing all the time. Uh, and so I'm, 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 I don't know, conflicted is too strong, but it's just not, it's not easy because I, I feel like we're just, I, I'm, I'm in the dark trying to find a light switch in a room I've never been in and it's completely dark. And I don't, I just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, am I about to fall downstairs? Where am I? I get, that's how I feel trying to decipher digs. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want to take a crack at it. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. It is Friday. Hey, how about that? That's good. Happy that it's Friday. We'll be right back. This is WGR. Caller 5 right now at 716-221-4WGR. That's 4947. Wins a pair of tickets to see comedian Nate Bargatze at Key Bank Center Sunday, June 16th. 
Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. These tickets are courtesy of KeyBank Center. Very generous building offering us these tickets that may be yours. Good luck. I am wondering if... When my, when my brain is going to start oozing out my ears, deciphering this dig stuff. Well, I'm, always, I'm always full, wondering that. I go on full tilt and just like, scream from the mountaintop, I don't care anymore! <laughs> it makes me insane. But you, you will care, yes. right? Yes. I think we've yes. both already decided that we do care about this. Sure. Maybe that will dissipate because there'll be a long time where we won't hear anything new and enough people will be telling us not to care about it that, I don't know, for my own sanity, I don't want to obsess about it. Um, I, oh, no, wait. I, I care about whether he's on the team or not. Yep. And the financial ramifications of that, like that, that is that's real. Deciphering this, I really almost just swore. Um, you, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm a grown man. I, I just, I, I feel like a child talking about this stuff. Sometimes it makes me yep. insane. But you know, that's the gig. <laughs> I think this, the point. I'll get to what I was going to bring bring up in a second. Um, when he begs off from saying an easy yes about whether he gets along, how, how he's doing with Josh Allen. You know, he's talking about how it really doesn't matter, A, and B, how people are going to have their own opinions anyway. You know, he's, he's sort of showing frustration in that, uh, exasperation. You know, okay. You know, like, he's right on both counts. He's right. It just seems so interesting that he wouldn't say yes, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, people will have their own opinions. What matters is how we play. But of course, you know, my my guy. How does Allen talk about Diggs every time? He, guy. he goes so far, which I, I thought last year was off was a little bit weird. How far he went to tell you, uh, I just want to say this, then I love him. Like he just, it, he implores you to believe that he loves Diggs. Like, okay, fine, maybe he does. Great. I'm wondering if he will get media after his golf here today like do those like does tom brady and and josh allen playing golf together at pebble beach do they do media when it's over they're done after today it's a two-day event for them i don't know though do you think they would i don't know i don't know if they're required uh but the, the there are obviously there's media there whether or not it's football-y enough media to like get to a question about hey did you see this from your receiver or i i don't know uh whether whether it'll it would come up or not i don't either it doesn't have to but i can imagine alan like maybe maybe he knows by now maybe it just doesn't even do anything for him maybe he's just not on his phone he's playing golf and if he gets done and somebody in the media asks him about it he might just be like what (laughs) again with this i just i don't know i'm out here playing golf the season ended and now i got what what do you say this time You know, be worth uh, paying attention to maybe to see if we get anything. I I had a different idea for today, um, which so much for that. (laughs) Which I'm just gonna crinkle up here. Here, let me just. Here's this idea. Here's what I think of it now. Thanks, idea. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Tried to shoot it across to your garbage basket, like where where you. Throw stuff okay. out when you're yeah, in here, it's a, it's and I a much hit. Easier shot for me. Yeah. I didn't get any loft on it. It wasn't sort of crinkled up. Well, I didn't get any loft on it. And I threw it right into the mic stand. 
Oh, it's a terrible block. No, it was ter- terrible. It would just be a total. Po- I got posterized by the mic stand just now. Yeah. Did not even get it up in the air. Basically, it might have looked okay if there were uh, like if there was camera footage of it because maybe you no. were so exasperated that you just threw it. You know, like you're having a fit. I wanted to shoot for the long basket to sort yeah. for the effect. You know, just to see, but it did not go well. Did not go well. I'm sorry to hear that. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Stefan Diggs asked about whether he's optimistic for the Bills. Does not say yes. Asked about whether uh, what the status of his relationship with Josh Allen is. Does not say anything good at all. Just sort of, <laughs> what, 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 what difference does it make? I've covered this, that kind of stuff. Not in a hostile way. Not, not in a hostile way, but, you know, just didn't basically make you feel good with, the, with this stuff today. And we've been here before. Some of you are going to think, so what? And some of you won't. Lines are open for you at 803-0550. Let's find out what the fans think. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 